Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adventa branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. It's time for testimonies. Amen. Lives are being changed. People are being saved and encouraged by our own God story we share each now and then. Amen. Amen. I have a sister in the house ready to share her testimony with us. Please help me welcome Miss Pamela Autry as she shares her testimony with us. Please encourage her. Hallelujah. Please, my name is Pamela Autry. I'm in Worship Stars. Uh, my testimony is about last three weeks. Tuesday, when I was coming back from school, the car I was sitting in, the left back tie, suddenly when we were in the car, it just got best. And the car was just moving. And suddenly, I was just stunned. I thought I was about to die. <laughs> So, I don't know what happened. Then the driver just turned the seal of the car to the side of the road. And he was trying to jerk the car to remove the tie. And I, I just got angry and I got down. Because people are in the car. You can't jerk a car when people are inside. So, I got down and the woman took a taxi. And I sat inside. And I actually didn't pay anything. She paid and I got to where I was going. So, when I got home, I was actually thinking about it. And uh, rulers of 10, part 3, daddy was talking about uh, God will save you from fatal accidents and supernatural escapes. So I just listened to the message and I was just thanking God for my life. Because after the incident, when I got down, I was touching my back to know whether I was alive or not. Because I was so scared. Then on Saturday, on the same week, I was coming back from class. And we almost ran into a motorcyclist. He was very violent. So he tried to hit the mirror of the driver. It actually cracked. So we're going to the police station. And the driver was moving very, very fast. And you know, the cars are those cars that when you're sitting inside, you feel like the two sides of the seat are going apart. And you feel like you are actually not sitting in the car. You are sitting in the air. So I was like, this driver, your car is not even feeling well. So why are you running to? So when I got down from where I was going, I was really shaking because this was like the second time in the same week. And the motorcyclist was actually chasing after us. So he was so, like, I mean, he's so violent. I can't understand. I mean, I didn't really understand. And (laughs) and then I mean, so he he actually hit the car and he was having a ring on his hand and he got hit. So when we're going to the police, I think he got scared and he took a a divert or something. So I want to actually thank God for Bishop and the messages. Please soak the messages. They are very, very important. Please. I mean, soaking the message is not, I mean, sometimes you don't feel like soaking it, but listening to God's words is not based on feelings. You have to actually do it to receive it. Amen. 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 That was-
was a very powerful testimony. I see you escaping in Jesus' name. We have another sister in the house. Please help me welcome Brenda Ofosuhene as she brings her testimony. Hallelujah. Please, my name is Brenda Ofosuhima, and I'm a student of Wisconsin International University. And <laughs> my chief is Pastor Nanayao. Actually, I was here for the first time two weeks ago. Um, I'm usually the very hard type when it comes to going to a different church. And I must say, I was invited here last two weeks by Yvonne and Vinolia. And Shine Service is the only service I've attended outside home. I've never been to any other church when I'm outside home. Churches approach us in the hostels and all that, but Shine Service is the only service I agreed to come outside home. And I'm actually glad I came because I was very, very blessed by the message we had last two weeks because um, someone who usually wakes up to a very busy schedule, but um, I realized from last week's, um, last two weeks teaching these days when I wake up, I get time to do my quiet time because usually I didn't have time for it. <laughs> I usually... I usually gave excuses that I'm busy. I usually gave every excuse that I could that, oh, let me just go. When I come back, I'll find time to do it. But now when I wake up in the morning, I feel it's mandatory and optional to be with God. And I'm very glad. Thank you very much, Bishop. Thank you, Pastor Nanaya, for the books and the encouragement every day. He calls me to encourage me almost every day. And I'm very grateful. I'm happy to be part of the family. I'll be coming. Amen. So as you're sitting down and you're not bringing your two for Christ, please advise yourself quickly because she's a product of two for Christ. Though. She just came last two weeks. So if you're here and you're a sitting star and you're not bringing your two for Christ, sister or brother, please, Advise yourself quickly. Amen. We have our Vetioso in the house tonight. Please help me welcome Graciela Grace. You know, someday the King of Kings will come. Hallelujah. And we're going to go up with him to heaven. And I know there is heaven up above us. But God has blessed us with heaven here on earth too. Me, to me, it's my family. It's the church. It's my heavenly place. My relationships in the church. That is it. May you find your heavenly place on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. in disguise the spinning world is not my home a place of mystery a land of destiny is where I know one day I'll go I dream of beauty I have never seen I know the arms of heaven wait for me Feel its sweetness here and now in this life on earth. I have found, oh, look at 
comes, I want to tell you about something. Please put up Galatians chapter 6 verse 6 on the projector for me. Um, in Lighthouse, we have a culture. Say a culture. How many of you know what a culture is? Yeah, some of you, your culture is fufu on Sunday afternoon. I mean, without fail, unless you are in Dubai. It's a culture. Amen. And in Lighthouse, one of the cultures that we have is to honor our father, our founding bishop, Bishop Dag Heward Mills, every year on the first Saturday or Sunday of October. Hallelujah. And our premise is this verse, which says, Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Amen. So across the world, we celebrate on the first Saturday or Sunday, first weekend, depending on when your church service is. We celebrate the founding bishop of Lighthouse Chapel International. Hallelujah. So if you look behind me, there's a very beautiful banner there. Because this year, a few weeks ago, our father was honored to be made a member of one of the highest bodies 
in the contemporary church today. And it's an honor. And as I was sitting down looking at it, I remembered that many years ago in 1993, I was at home on a Sunday when my parents went out to a church in the Kolibu canteen. And they came back to tell me that today we visited a church which had a half-caste preacher. And his preaching is very good. So next week, let us go. And the following week, I followed them to that Kolebu canteen. And I have been in Lighthouse Chapel International ever since. It was about June or July 1993. And I thank God that the preaching that the half-caste preacher preached, which was good enough to catch my parents, is still powerful today, is still anointed today, is still relevant today, it is still speaking into our lives today. And that is why if you are a member of Shine, you must be an avid follower of Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. Hallelujah. Yeah, one of the greatest gifts. You see, there are some things that we used to be shy to say in the past, but now we are not shy to say it. That is one of the greatest gifts that God has given to the body of Christ today, today, across the world, without a doubt. And today, I want you to stand up as a sign of respect and put your hands together as we honor the gift that God has given us, the founding bishop of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Put your hands together and celebrate him tonight celebrate him tonight and thank god for the gift that he has given us for the gift that he has given us one of the most fantastic anointings that is in the church today amen yeah and look whilst i'm at it each one of us must have his podcast and eat it you heard the testimonies yeah and i pray that the anointing that is upon his life will come upon your life as you also follow him closely. Amen. Put your hands together again tonight for the Lord. And as you put your hands together, why don't you join me to welcome, to bring the word of God to us, our daddy, the bishop, Edwin Morgan. Come on, make some noise tonight. Woo! Put your hands together for the Lord. Life has a way of bringing hard times. Well, that can mess with your peace of mind. Don't let the troubles on the outside take the love you have on the inside. And I'll give anything To see you smile again To know you love again To have my friend And I'll give anything To hold your hand again To watch you love again To have my friend Here we go! Ow! No, I want to see you happy No, I want to see you happy. You should be dancing. You should be dancing. 
Shout unto the Lord a better shout. Clap your hands unto Jesus. Wow. I just saw somebody surrounded by beautiful flowers and beautiful lights. The glory of God is coming around someone here. Whatever is dark around you is being replaced by what I see are flowers. I don't know what it means, but I see beauty around you. Receive the beauty of the Lord. And as we heard in the testimony, whatever Satan has planned for your life, today's communion is a cancellation communion. What did I say? Today's communion is what? A cancellation. All oh, those of you who did chemistry, a neutralization communion. Yes. As you drink, the, we are going to have communion every Sunday. Every Saturday. Our Sunday is Saturday. And every service, when we take communion, it will have a different meaning. Today, the communion is to neutralize. I said neutralize. Now, listen to me very carefully. Listen carefully. Listen. Anybody who has an evil plan for you, 
the communion you are about to take will cancel that plan. If it's a lecturer who wants to take 20 marks out of your paper, that plan is canceled by the communion. Shout communion for cancellation. it's a foolish boy on campus who wants to play with your body and dump you somewhere the communion as you take the communion he himself will have diarrhea for two months by the time the diarrhea is over his sense will come back I can't hear your hand clap You are escaping from accidents. A car that is coming towards you to hit you has stopped suddenly three meters from you. Turn your Bibles to Matthew 13 and verse 44.
I'm continuing to preach on the series, What Are You Hiding? What Are You Hiding? And right here in this verse, we stumble upon a major revelation. Goeth and selleth. He goeth and sell it all that he had to buy what to buy what define the field to buy ex- what exactly is he buying to buy what he had hidden because he found the treasure and the bible says he himself Hid it. We put a full stop there. Then he goes and sells all that he had to buy what he had hidden. And no treasure. Your real value is in what you have hidden. A man's value is really in the hidden treasure 
not the outer facade and embellishment. He sold everything he had to buy the treasure. So in your life, the things worth selling your goods for will be the things that are hidden. One day, somebody will sell his car to pay for a gift that is in you. Not the mascara on your face. One day, somebody will bring to you the documents and everything of his house. Indenture, site plan, everything of the house he has built. He will bring it to you because he has experienced something inside you. Please, you may be young, but get this. There is nothing outside you that is valuable. Don't place too much emphasis as a girl on your hair. You are stupid. You are stupid. How sharply defined your eyebrows are. The inner concavity and outer convexity. Nothing outside you is of value. So all your life, you must ask yourself, people see what is outside me, but what do I have inside? Because it looks like people sell their things to buy what is inside. That is why you must take your time to develop the inside. That's what the title of the message is. You too, what is it you are hiding? It's not only sinful habits you hide. Some of us are only hiding evils. If you read the Bible, you find such prayers. Psalm 19 verse 12 says, Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servants also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be upright. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. A lot of us here, the only thing that is secret about you are your faults. I'm sure you've got some secrets, some faults, some sins you, have, you, 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 you are hiding. Yes, one or two. Some of you even this week, uh, you're going to do something. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you're going to do something. Nobody knows it. You have, you have used your iPad to watch something that nobody knows about. Right now, there we know you are using your iPad to read Matthew, Matthew 13. Yeah, but when you were alone in your room, you were far from mighty. And all our lives, you see that the things that are hidden are evils. Evils. We were struggling with such things as unbelievers. And as believers also, we, we still have evils. Your mobile phone is full of passwords. Passcodes. 
the one you use to enter the phone. Now, when you enter the phone itself, then there are app locks. Yeah, you are, there are apps that have been locked. And what you don't know is that it is the things that are hidden in your life that determine your value. So if the things you've hidden are evil, then your value is a corruption of your entire life. You think it's only university that determines your value? Try and add Indian hemp. You think it's only first class that determines your value? Try and add an unbeliever boyfriend who once a while disseminates gonococcus bacteria into you once a while. Yes. Neisseria gonococcus. I'm saying that if you are sitting there, don't think that it is university alone that determines your real value. No. The Bible is telling us what is in you. What is in you? I don't have any bad intention as I'm preaching this message. I only want you to be a valuable person. Yes, I don't want your value to be seen on the outside. It must be hidden. Yes, of course you must have a nice hairstyle, put on some nice makeup, wear a nice dress. But if all your life is about what people can see, then you are a useless boy. You are a useless girl. There's nothing much to you. And even all these things we are putting, uh, are put on the dress and your hair and so on. When you go home, before you sleep, that's not how you look. I'm a prophet. I'm just speaking the truth to you. Yes. Some of you with your hairstyle, then you you go and cover it with some. You look like a rabbi. A rabbi. You look like a rabbi. That is, that is for those of you whose uh, hairstyle you can't remove. But most of you, what you are wearing is just a beret. You just remove it and you put it back. Beret. It's a beret. How can that determine your value? The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden. Look. I'm telling you, boys and girls. Believe me. Oh. Believe me. You must have things you have hidden. If there is nothing in your life you have hidden, and all there is to you are the things we see, honestly, honestly, you, 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 you won't go far. He goeth and selleth. That is why I began to give you some things you must hide. One of them is prayer. The other is fasting. When we say hide, we mean nobody knows what's going on in your life. Nobody knows. Once people get to know, it loses value. Like prayer, like fasting. Jesus said, when you pray or you fast for men to see, its value drops way below what God can give you. The Bible encourages hiding of things. The Bible encourages hiding of things. The Bible encourages hiding of things, not sins. What are you hiding? And that is why for some of us here, you won't be valuable. You won't be expensive. You'll be a cheap boy. 
you'll be a cheap girl. You go to school, you learn, you get your A's, you come up. But I, I don't know. Don't you go to town? A lot of people in town have been to university and come out. Oh. So sometimes you think you are the first to go to the university, or you are the first to graduate, or you are the first to get first class, or you are the first to get all straight A's. If you look at your father, there is more, much more to your life than straight A's and second upper. That's how you find as we are around. As you grow, you see that there's not much value to your life. You're just a cheap girl. The only thing about your, your life is the, the face you have bleached with akasha. Your, your, your face is orange. Your hand is Coca-Cola. Your face is Fanta. Your stomach is Mortar Guinness. Your legs are a, 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 a Sprite. Your neck is Muscatella. Adam, we are brewery now. Are you a brewery? Are you a brewery? And, and you see, what, see, what you may not know is that you will not get, even, even a husband, a proper man to marry you, you won't get it. Because eventually, let me tell you, eventually, eh, you will eventually, most not, it may not be 100% for one or two complex factors, but eventually, every man or every woman, if, I, I know you are young boys and girls, it's not appropriate to talk about marriage, but I'm telling you today, because today is Galatians 6. Yes. Yeah. Eventually, eh, you will eventually, eventually. Ultimately, ultimately, at the end of the day, of the eventually, day. Eventually, 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 you, you see, okay, let me not say what you oh, get. Should I say it? Say it. Oh, I should say it. I should say it. Okay, and the child will grow. Okay, eventually, eventually, eh, eventually, 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 at the end of the day, you will marry exactly your type. Wow. Look around very, very carefully. You see that most husbands and wives are alike. I'm not making a 100% statement, but 95 plus percent. Husbands and wives are alike. You see, but I mean, when the, if the husband is an idiot, his wife is an idiot. If the husband is spiritual, the wife is spiritual. Most of the time, yes, you will eventually marry your type. So sometimes, one of the ways to know who you really are is to look at your beloved. I'm preaching, baby. In case your mirror, in case your mirror cannot tell you exactly, because sometimes you don't, you know, like, I mean, you may not really know who you are. Like, as I said, I mean, who am I really? Am, am I, am I, am I evil? Am I righteous? Am I an idiot? Am I a fool? Am I wise? Am I great? Am I small? What, who am I and what am I? One of the ways to know who you are is to look at your husband. So, so, so those of you who ultimately will say that you married a witch means that you are a master wizard. Yes. You are a master wizard. Because eventually, please note it somewhere. I don't know how to say it to you. will marry your type. Beloved, your husband, your wife, nine and a half out of ten, you are a reflection of your spouse. So you see that most of the time, the things you accuse your husband of being and doing, maybe, maybe you don't have anybody who will tell you that you are like that. Okay. 
Yes. So be very careful. If you have ever called your husband an idiot, you are likely to be an idiotess. I'm preaching. I don't know why I'm bringing this matter in. I don't know. It's not in my notes, but I just want to tell you that. See, sometimes when I'm preaching a message like this, what are you hiding? Add value to yourself. What are you hiding? What is inside? What nobody sees. You may think that I'm trying to get money from you, but I'm trying to one day even help your marriage. I mean, you can imagine the type of woman who will marry me. Me. Yes. If you ever see her, respect her. Because she's a reflection of me. And I'm not a small boy. And chances are that she's a great woman. You want a good husband? Look, me personally, I, I, I will not advise a girl to make getting a beloved the aim of your life or your vision or your goal. No, don't. Rather, concentrate on developing yourself, your spiritual life. Today, I'm going to give you one of the things you must hide. Listen to it very well. And see, eventually, look, it's like, it's like afflicity. That is going towards light. They will come. You won't need to, to, to use. You are forcing. Ask your neighbor, are you forcing too much? Is it possible you are forcing too much? In shine, we shine. In, see, when you shine, you don't need any other announcements. If it's a guy, he will come. I see your life magnetizing the right beloved, the right husband, the right. I'm telling you. Look, even your friend. When I look at myself, and I look at even the male friends I have, they're just like me. They're not men of straw. It's very, it's rare to have in Changa and Endoma. I mean, like, a very, very fat woman with a, a slim, no. Most of the time, your size is what you attract. Wow. Not just wife. Friends. If you're a pastor, you think about it. The pastors who flow with you, who come to your house, who really, I, I just like you. Yes. That's why a pastor told me that he invited me to a, a, a program because he was looking for a certain senior pastor and he couldn't get a pastor. That's why he invited me. Because to him, having me in his church is just like having that senior pastor in his church. Hey. Yeah. Because he sees me standing by the senior pastor. It's, it's always, you see, that's why you must develop yourself. What are you hiding? When we were unbelievers, we were having abortions, fornication. You go and climb a tree with a boy. Have sex on the tree. When you descend, then you go home. Wash your hand, your mouth, everything. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, menu, yes, ma. You come, uh, uh, go and buy me tomatoes. She doesn't know that you were hanging on a tree like a chimpanzee. Am I lying? A lot of, you, a lot of the things your parents don't know about, they are all, almost all of them are evil. But, but please listen, in case you don't get me right, there should be things your parents don't know about. There should be things daddy has no clue you are into. There should be things mommy has no clue that you are into. But this time, it's not abortions or fornication or condomizing yourself, but it must be good things. I will, I will always refer to the words of King Solomon in Ecclesiastes 12. Open to it. Verse 14. For, say, for God, for God shall bring. Young man, look, this service we are having here is more than a semester of teachings. For God shall bring every work into judgment with 
every what? Oh, please, I can't hear you. Help me. I'm, I need your help. With every what? With every what? Every what? Secret. Whether it be good or whether it be evil. It means that there should be some secrets which are good. Do you have some? Of the only thing, the only secret in your life is the pornography you have passworded on your phone. You have uplocked on your phone. What is it about you? That is good. That is, that is hidden. There should be things that are good. And that's what the devil has done. All of us, most of us sitting here, he has succeeded in getting at you hidden things, some, some, something somewhere. Some of you are even hiding pregnancy. Look, I lived with a girl. I lived with a girl. That is why I can say what I'm saying. There's nothing I'm saying out of imagination. She lived with me. One day, told me that she was traveling to visit her mother. I gave her money. I mean, it's, it's, it's a mysterious story. I was in town that day, driving, and I got a call from somebody who did not reveal his identity. He said, do I know this girl? Do you know Joyce? I said, yes, I know Joyce. She, where is she? Oh, she's going to visit her mother. But, by the way, who are you? He said, it's irrelevant. Do you know Joyce? I said, yes, I know Joyce. Then the man told me, I'll tell you a little about Joyce. Her father is this. She came from here. She said, yes. And then he asked me, where is Joyce? She's going to see her mother. She said, go to Benjamin Nyako Clinic in Cantonments. For what? I said, you go. Go to room 13. If you love Joyce, if you care about her, go to... Has she had an, has she had an accident? He said, you go to Benjamin Nyako Clinic at East Cantonment. Room 13. If you love her. If you care about her. I went. I changed my course. Went straight. Police headquarters. Passed left. Passed yeah, And I went to the hospital. Room 13. You won't believe what I saw. Joyce was lying on his bed. Hospital bed. And by her side was a corpse. A fresh baby was lying in the court. Sana, as she was with me, all the clothes she was using to tie her stomach and she was actually pregnant for nine months. And I did not know. You may be sitting here with a pregnancy. Some of you, you yourself may not even know you are pregnant. What are you hiding? Inspect your neighbor's stomach. I said, inspect your neighbor's stomach. I'm saying that if all the things you are hiding are evils, sinful things, you are reducing your value. That's the point. The whole message is about the things that must be hidden in our lives to raise our value. As I stand before you, my value is not in the things that you have seen me. Some prayer meeting, you said, okay, I had a prayer meeting last week. I was praying with you. That's not what determines my value. It is the prayer I prayed alone in my room somewhere, in the closet. Get the earlier messages. He said, Jesus said, enter your closet and shut the door. Enter your closet and do what? Anybody here, if you have never entered a closet and shut the door 
and pray to your heavenly father in secret, then you are not a valuable spiritual person. Your, your, your spiritual value is, is that of either toilet or sand. When you have shut the door, entered into your closet, then you pray to your father who is in secret. That's why when I say, what are you hiding? I mean things like prayer. Look, the prayer that will change your life, practically. It's not going to be prayer that your bishop prayed for you. Can I give you one more? Today, one of the things you must hide is giving. Giving. Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. Take heed. Be careful that ye do not your arms before men. Arms. The original meaning of the word arms is is a big word, but let me find. It's like, in fact, another translation, actually, the, the New Living Translation says righteousness. The word arms. But the, the, the real root word is kindness or beneficence. Something that others benefit from. I'm about to preach now. Something that others benefit from. Be careful, King James, that you do not do your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you see, once again, in the same category as uh, with, with a prayer and fasting, in the, see, see there, to be seen of men. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your father which is in heaven. What are you hiding? Next verse. Verse 2. Therefore, when thou doest thine arms, do not sound a trumpet before thee. Pa 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 pam pa da pa pa. I am coming. Pam pa da pa pa. I've got hundred CDs to give to the church. Pam pa da pa pa pa. Everybody, look at me. I am coming. Pam pa da pa pa. Everybody look at me. I'm coming for shine service. Look at my two for Christ. I'm bringing two souls. I'm very good at soul winning. Pa 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 pa. I've arrived. Do not sound the trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 3. But when thou doest arms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. This evening, I came with good news for you. 
one of the things that must be hidden within the crevices of your life must be giving alms good deeds giving not just money the alms is not just money it's not just giving money all of us have got good things we do that if everybody saw would clap for us wow this brother brother felix is a good brother brother samuel is a good brother i'm preaching christianity these are red letter words of jesus Everybody must have in your life good deeds that are hidden, that are not announced. And that is why the, the word that King James uses is arms, which by its very you know, apparent nature gives the impression that it's some money, like giving arms, like beggars. In, now, see, when you mention alms, you think of a beggar sitting by the roadside, he drops some money, in the, some coins in the bowl, or some one city or two cities in the bowl. They are alms. Fine. But that is not all. There must be certain good things you are doing that nobody needs to know. You see, I'm preaching about the things that make you super valuable. Some of you do good things and you go about telling people the good things you have done. The Bible says you have received the glory of men. Even when it comes to giving. There are times like, like today, all of us are bringing gifts to our pastor, our father, Bishop Dagiwad Mills. You can't say that you give your own in secret. When there is something everybody is doing. Like on Sunday, first offering. Please bring out your first offering. And you say, you won't give. Because you, you, you only will give the offering after church. And go to where the treasurers are. Because every giving is supposed to be secret. You are, you are, you are misapplying scripture. There is a time... Where there is what we call a collective giving. Paul talked about the, about the Macedonian church. A poor church, but they gave. Sometimes when there's a need in the church, we are building or we are buying land or we are building a, 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 an office block or we are giving towards our pastor. We are all giving. We give. Even that one, what you are giving is in an envelope. You don't need to say, as you are going, you are dancing, and you have, you have used um, um, red ink to write 400 CDs on the envelope. Can I have an, anybody with an envelope? Yes. 400. 400 CDs. And when we call for the offerings, by the way, do you know whether this contains 20 Ghana CDs? Don't you have said, Bishop Doug, I love you. Beautiful. But do you know what is 1,000? A check. 20 Ghana. Do you know what is inside? Uh-huh. But you could also write 400 Ghana cities in red ink. And as you are coming, 
Praising the Lord always. Praising the Lord always. Praising the Lord with all your heart. You, you have received your glory. Even in giving, you must learn to give secretly. Even when all of us are giving, yours is in an envelope. It's sealed. You drop it. Who knows? I, I myself don't even know. You, see, you cannot judge what is in this. One day somebody gave me an envelope. A gift. A very, very light. I, saw, I thought it was some 10 Ghana CDs. Sunday it was a check. Heavy duty. 16, 16 wheeler gift. A check. You can't tell what is inside this. So even giving, there are times you must give in secret. Give in secret. Your arms in secret. I'm, I'm now talking about giving. It's in an envelope. Nobody sees. Don't be a public show, open show, everybody should know what I'm doing type of Christian. It makes you a hypocrite. You should be able to just one day have, um, put money in an envelope and just bring it to Reverend Kobe. Reverend Kobe, he just want to sow a seed into your life. You just give it to him. I'm teaching you Christianity. I'm teaching you spirituality without having to announce. Um, Mabel, I'm going to Reverend Kobe. I, I, want, I just feel like blessing him with 40 Ghana. Um, when you meet uh, Cecilia. Cecilia, I'm going to Reverend Kobe. I want to bless him with 40 Ghana. Um, Mark, I, I just, God has touched my heart to give Reverend Kobe 40 Ghana. I just feel, for, in recent times, I've been having a feeling that uh, I should sow a seed in Reverend Kobe's life. I just don't have much. I want to give him 40 Ghana. Hey, 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 I just, you know, it's Reverend Kobe. Do you like Reverend Kobe? I just feel, you know, his ministry touches me a lot. I want to give him 40 Ghana. No, no, you don't do that. You should be able, without anybody knowing, just come to him and say that my pastor, I'm blessing you in secret. What are you hiding? And then, I like the way the New Living Translation put it. Calls, arms, good deeds. Good deeds. Good deeds. Say good deeds. Good deeds. What are examples of good deeds? What are some of the examples of good deeds? Sorry? Showing mercy to someone. What, what do you mean by showing mercy? Sorry. Forgiving someone. Yes. When somebody offends you and you forgive the person, don't go about telling everybody that you have forgiven, have forgiven Yaya. I showed mercy. Yeah. So I'm showing you how to be value. See, your value as a man is not in your height. I know girls like tall men. But a man's value is not in his height. Neither a woman's value is in the size of her breasts. Or buttocks. Buttocks. 
Your value is not in your hair or your face or your dress or your shoe. What is hidden in you is what determines your value. And one of them is that as we go about, we must do good deeds. We must do good deeds. Do good. Don't go and say something like that. Had it not been for me, eh? that guy would be in prison by now. I, I, I covered him. Every blessing you would get from God has already. By, once your next door neighbor knows about it, it has been declared. Learn to forgive someone without anyone knowing. Don't be the type of person who goes about telling people good. Shut up! Shut up! So, you see the pastor who is preaching. See how he's preaching powerfully. I am the one who even gave him watch at 5 p.m. This evening, I, I went to his office. He was very hungry. And I went to get him a, 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 a fuller. Why? Something that must bring a blessing to you from God. By not shutting up, you've cut off your blessing. What are you hiding? Good things. When you show love to someone, show love. Beca- bless somebody with a dress. Of course, if somebody, if they get you know that, oh, I remember that uh, 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 Fossi was wearing this dress some time ago. And this looks like Fossi. That one is, but don't go about saying that. You see, you see what she's wearing? The girl on your left. Your, your, yeah, don't look, don't, don't, don't point. Yeah, two, the, yes, the, the green trousers. Don't look, don't look. The green trousers and the brown blouse. Yeah. I give it to her. You're, it's over for you. How many of you want God to bless you? How many of you prefer God's blessing to man's blessing? Good deeds. I mean, you, you, you can be in your room. A boy comes, a brother in the church, he just wanted to do visitation. And as he was there, you can see that the, the boy wants to sleep with you. You see that, 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 that the boy just made some advance. He just came to you, said, he wanted to kiss you. Meanwhile, he's a shepherd in the church. He's sitting on the left. He's sitting there. He's a shepherd. They said, no, no, no. Why? Yeah. What is this? What? Why are you doing this? Then Yao says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's a devil. <laughs> when you leave your room, do you see? Be good. Be good. Don't go to your next room, the next door neighbor and say, Hey, no, sit down. Sit down. Hey, no, sit down. Not on this lighthouse, 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 lighthouse. Eh. Hey, no. Can you believe it? You guess, guess who came to visit me today? Oh, who, about, uh, we're all there when uh, 
Shepherd, Yao came to your, your place. Or somebody else came. No. Shepherd, Yao. You know, as they are walking in the church, praying, ayah, ayah, ayah. Can you believe what he came to do? What did he do? Guess what he did. He came to interpret a vision. Vision. Let's pray now. Akaria Baba. Let's pray for you. Imaya. Fakata Baria Baba. Fachedu Radia. Fachedu Radia. Yabaka Baba. Fachedu Radia. Fachedu Fachedu. Hey! Hey, no. I was sitting there. He took a Bible. He said he wanted dicks. And I just. I had my dicks Bible. He didn't bring his dicks. And I went to my. Locker, my what, what? What do you have in your rooms? Lockers. I went to my locker. My digs was down there, on the floor. Not you know when I bent down to take my digs, he saw my panties. Suddenly, as I was taking the digs, I, I felt a hand touching my bottom. I will not continue the story but I'm telling you boy, girl listen to me I'm now making a very important announcement anybody you know whether it's your sister or your brother or your cousin who comes to you to pour out somebody's evil in his moment of weakness that person is one you must fear that person more than a lion you have actually met an evil person she may be your friend but I'm telling you you have actually met do you know? Can you imagine? That's my wife. We've had uh, what is it? Knocking. It was no, you did knocking. Yes, no engagement. I think so. I, I, yeah, we, we, we did. Know. So everybody in town knows that that's my wife. We've done knocking. Her parents, my parents, have gone to her knocking. Eng- engagement is on uh, the 3rd of November. Twenty-eighth October, she is sick. Goes to the hospital. Blood test. She's pregnant. She does a scan. Six weeks baby jumping and doing karate. Meanwhile, both of us know that she's supposed to be a virgin. So that is why I am marrying her. Sister Mary. But the Bible says that when Joseph found out that the woman he was going to marry was pregnant, and when he asked her, can you imagine 
She told a story as nonsensical as the Holy Ghost did it. You what? I don't know how it happened. I don't know. It was the Holy Spirit. It just came on me. By the time I read the Holy Spirit. He did how many rounds with you? He didn't do any rounds, so he didn't do anything. I don't know how it happened. I don't know. Believe me, believe me. Those days, eh? If you found a woman like that. You will bring her to the public square. And she's stoned to death. But the reason why Joseph's name is in the Bible is that the Bible says that Joseph, being a good man, may we have good women. May we have good boys. Yes. He kept it. He kept it. That Joseph, if he was in town today, is the type of guy you'd want to employ as your treasurer, as your CEO, as your managing director to take over your shares, to take over your business. We need... You see, the world is not run by blabbermouths. Blabbermouths. Joseph kept it in his heart. And he married his wife. They did the engagement did the wedding and only Joseph knew. Everybody in town knew that the baby was Joseph's son. Only Joseph knew that this woman, they say fear woman, truly fear woman. But Joseph was not working on the principle of fear woman. There's, you see, I'm talking about arms. Arms is not just giving of things. Oh. Arms is also that even, even to forgive or to cover true love it covers sins you cannot if your friend comes to say that she did an abortion last week that's not the that's not the time for you to go from door to door friend to friend i'm telling you any girl like that you are a devil i will never respect never i will never respect a person that's why david prayed and said in the day of evil hide me yes but it's not only god who hides sometimes you must hide your friend i'm not saying that you should go about on, uh, look even if you must not hide come and tell us tell the pastor come to me bishop you know this thing i'm telling you i could have told all the follow-up members or, or, or all the members in the choir Nobody knows about this matter. Nobody knows about this. But I also feel that in a church, if I don't bring it up to you, we don't know how it's going to go, how things, I mean, I can't tell. That's why I just feel that you should know that uh, uh, Brian um, actually has slept with two sisters already in the choir. And the third one, they are on their way to a hotel. And I just felt that you should know. But you don't go about, have you seen the guy? See, as he's conducting the choir, like that, you know. It's not, you, you may think he's just conducting. But he's not conducting. He's pointing out to the next one. When he says, this, 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 is that girl. It's not good. You see, when you do that, you bring a curse. Do you know the curse? Let me explain the curse. The curse is that you too, because your moment will come. You see, 
faults and evils and sins are not a matter of ifs. It's just when. It's just when. The day yours comes. The day yours comes. It will be on Facebook. You didn't go on Facebook. Yours will be on Facebook. I'm talking today about giving. Not just giving money, but giving mercy. When you give your sister mercy, don't tell people that you've shown mercy on her. No, that, that, that you went into her a, a room and you met her with your beloved. May we have Joseph's. Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. Not willing to make her a public example. That is the key. Don't, don't, don't be the type that makes people a public example. It only reveals the evil in you. Because your turn, read the Bible very carefully. You see, David, Solomon, Solomon, what do you have said? Ha, but how? How? My father, I mean, yes, we see a woman, but you can't control yourself. Small, no, you just, you just go and marry the woman. Just, then, me, I will not fall to such sins. And you see, Solomon never fell to such sins. Solomon never slept with any woman but him, like her father, his father. So his idea was that, instead of, I'm a king, a king can marry anyone he wants, can marry her. So when I see a woman that I like, instead of sleeping with her, I will marry her and be in a proper, you know, relationship with her. And in that context, do what I want to do. Before he knew it, he had married 1,000 women. And among the 1,000 women, some of them were idol worshippers. Some of them were witches. So, and before Solomon knew it, his heart had been turned away. So what he thought his father had done, which like he was trying to prevent it by being a wiser person, what he didn't know was that his, his approach was, you see, when you see your pastors, please, pastor, stand up. Can you see him? Well, he's short. Can you see him? Respect him. Respect him. He's pastoring you with me. When I travel, he's a pastor. Sometimes I'll be here and he'll preach. When you see him, he told you, 1993. Was it 91? 93. 93. Is how many years? 23 years. He entered Lighthouse 23 years ago. If you can stay in Lighthouse... If you are still found in Lighthouse 23 years from now, then you can open your mouth and talk about him. If you can stay in this church for 23 years, then you can start talking. What are you hiding? God bless those of you here who have covered your sister's mistakes. You could have gone around talking to friends about it. God will bless you. It, that, you see, I was telling somebody yesterday that 
if my head is cracked open, the amount of secrets that are inside it there can, can bomb a whole town. It can flatten a whole town. You have no idea what I know in my head. You don't have any idea. Perhaps that is why God has also blessed me the way he has blessed me. When I was 18 years old, 17, 18, 18, around 18, close to 18, around 18, yeah, my assistant, my, my church, the assistant pastor, he would come to me to tell me his marital problems, expecting that I would not tell anybody. We would discuss, we would, I would have something to tell him. So as, when, as I was in the church, sitting in the church, and, and was preaching sometimes on weekday services, I knew that this man, as he's standing here, his wife is like that, he has done this, he has done this. But blessed is the one who knows secret faults of people and is able to keep quiet. value to your life. When you give money, don't let your best friend know about it. When you give love, don't let the people walking around here, you you don't have any idea. If I said I'm I'm giving everybody a reason to eject the person from around here, few people will be sitting around here and there will be no church. So there will be no church. There will be no church. But blessed is the one. Blessed is the girl. Blessed, look, don't say you are a young girl. Oh. I'm teaching you how not to pile up curses for your future. As you are here now, 17 years, 21 years, 22 years, learn it. Learn it that when you do good things, don't be in a hurry to say it to people. Keep quiet. God Himself has a way. I was listening to a message. We said, a few months ago. Bishop said he went to his to visit. Normal pastor visitation. He went into a house. Like, I mean, I'm, 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 I suspect maybe some Amkobi Konegono area because this is a long time ago. As soon as he entered, so I'm looking for um, Ethel. Then there some women sitting there. They shouted, Ethel, or Mary, your boyfriend has come. Your boyfriend. So as he was visiting the girl, the people in the house said, your, your, your boyfriend has come. Then I remembered. How I've also gone to visit somebody and the, somebody in the house thinks that I'm sleeping with a girl. <laughs> but even if you hear such things, be careful. Because you don't have any idea what constitutes truth. Truth that T R U E. You see, maybe today's message is uh, we can also title it How to Avoid Curses. Because right now you are in first year, second year, third year, fourth year. Life is bigger than fourth year. If they if you go home and they ask you, what did that man, the man who talks by heart, what did he say today? Tell them that he said that when we do good things, we shouldn't be too quick to tell people about it. You see the shirt he's wearing? You see the shirt? The guy, the guy on the left. The, 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 the brown shirt. Yes, I, I gave it to him. It's over. 
So the things you've done, which should bring blessings to you, are rather bringing problems to you. May the Lord grant you super maturity. I said super. To some, of, some of you here, today, as we close the service, by next week, you will stumble upon information that will shock you. Your, your, your best friend, that you thought is your best friend, you won't believe what he's doing. But maybe short of confronting her, leave it. Don't make yourself a marketing agent of her problems. You go from this one to this room, to this one, to this room. And that's, that's how, that's what brings, and actually come to think of it, what I'm saying is even true. That's what Ham did. Because sometimes you may even stumble upon the nakedness of your father. And Shem and Japhet, they gave a covering. That's what I'm talking about, giving. They gave the father a covering. For Ham and Shem, that was the last day they would talk about it or even think about it. The father was naked. Drunk? Do you know what it means for a pastor to be found in his room drunk? But Shem and Japheth and covered the father. But not Ham. Ham took his phone, took a picture, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp. He even made his cover banner, his cover page. His naked father lying in his room. There are some people like that. When they chance upon your weakness... When they chance upon your problem because of the evil in them. But what they don't know is that 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 evil is what ushers them into a permanent curse. One day I was talking to a lady. I mean, I thought we were close and we had a relationship. And she said, oh, something happened between her and uh, a guy a certain guy that I know. So I asked her, really? Tell me what happened. She said, no, I, I will not tell you. As I stand here today, she has never told me. If I fall, I prefer to fall into that lady's hands than to fall into your hands. If she had told me what happened between that guy and her, I said, hey, Opana. We are dangerous. As I stand, we've talked about ministry, we've talked about singing, we've discussed songs, we've talked about outreach, we've talked about uh, shine, but that matter. Give. Give kindness. Pay somebody school fees without going about telling people that even this semester, that even that girl. I mean, I, I mean, I mean how, how, how could she get A in chemistry? Even, I even paid part of her fees this semester. And she got A in chemistry. So what? What more? What more? It's not about somebody your fees or somebody's uh, 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 chemistry, whatever. <laughs> yes. I'm saying that as a student, you may even help your friend with school fees. Tell her about do this. Do it, do it. Tell, show it. So that the curse of harm doesn't come upon you. When you do good, doing good, I've told you, it's in two forms. Let me just crystallize it. You can do good by doing good. 
doing good. I've given you rice, given you money, paid your school fees, given you a car. I gave you this set. I've done good. And you can also do good by covering evil. None of these things must be blown. Pa 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 if it was not for me, I won't be in church. Don't joke with me. It's over. <laughs> oh, you know, may you be able to bring 10 members to the church and nobody knows. So one day, one of them, like, like yesterday, not, uh, last week, I was somewhere and one of the stars in first love Big stars, singing stars. He came to me and said, Bishop Ogo, do you know you are very important to me? I said, since when did I become important to you? Are you in my church? <laughs> he said, do you know Reverend Ose Menu? I said, yes. Did you officiate his wedding? Yes. I got born again at his wedding when you preached at the wedding nine years ago and made an altar call. That is when I got born again. I am a Christian today. I am a this, I am a that because you prayed for me to be born again at a wedding in Mataheko. I said, wow. Sometimes you hear such testimonies. You don't go about it. You see the guy singing. No, not the first one. No, no, no. The third guy, yes. The, the guy with the down cuts. The front, that guy. I, I, I preach to him to be born again. Say it's over. <laughs> May you do good. Do good and be quiet. Sometimes you must not even remind people what you've done for them. Yes. So sometimes you must not even remind, leave them. a great God. He will bless you. He remembers your goodness. Do good. Bless. Not everybody you are kind to, you'll be kind to, will be kind to you in return. But leave them. Leave them. Leave them. May God help us that whenever they come into our treasure boxes, You are the reason why this sister is still singing in the church. But this information, if somebody knew it, this guy will stop. Would not be singing in the church anymore. You are the reason why. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows about it. Nobody knows about it. It's, in, it. it's a treasure. It's a treasure. Your ability to keep a secret. Hey, I said your ability to keep a secret. You you, you will be marketable anywhere in this. Not just in church. Everybody wants someone who will know everything about him and still like him, like her, the way he is, good or bad. And that is a blessing for you. Rise to your feet and let's close. Thank you for listening to the Word of God with us.